Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, September 16th. The Due Process of Forgiveness. Today's scripture reading is found in Luke chapter 17, verses 3 and 4, from the Message Translation, which reads, Be alert. If you see your friend going wrong, correct him. If he responds, forgive him. Even if it's personal against you, and repeat it seven times through the day, and seven times he says, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. Forgive him. This is God's word. Forgiveness. It involves both a posture and a process. Whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, says Jesus in the temple courtyards as recorded in Mark 11. That's the posture of forgiveness, such as prescribed by Brent Hansen in Unoffendable. As we pray for and bask within divine favor, we assume a posture of extending, of being conduits of that divine favor across the human spectrum we encounter daily as we release grudges and refuse to carry grievances. When you offer your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift at the altar. Go, first be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift, says Jesus about offering sacrifices in those same temple courtyards. Assuming the posture of forgiveness leads to pursuing the process of forgiveness. In this case, remembering that you have unfinished business with another over a slight given or perceived by another. Assume the posture. Hit the pause on your religious observance and now pursue the process, specifically by going to that someone and seeking relational restoration. Likewise, Jesus tells us that if someone sins against us, we are to take the initiative and pursue the process with them as well, so that ideally, both offender and offended end up meeting each other in the middle as each embraced the same process and then hopefully each other. But generally, we don't. I've been made aware one too many times long after the fact, after the offense, after that inner burning indignation, after the cooling of it, of someone who hated me for a season, years in some cases, while seeing me daily and simmering upon the seeing, inwardly at least, sometimes to the extent of having to slip out of the room or not engaging in communion. I was oblivious, no clue, no idea. And then after the cooling, then the offense is shared. The now past anger is related as they have finally moved on. And while it's good that they've moved on, let's just say this isn't exactly the process outlined by Christ. Sure, a cooling off time before engaging in that fierce and honest conversation is wisdom, especially if you want to keep the fierceness to a, well, to less than a boil. But there's a difference between space for cooling off before engaging and a chasm in which the whole thing solidifies over time, either leading to a post hoc conversation about what is now ancient history or to the dead air silence of nothing at all. No, not exactly the process outlined by Christ. Prayerfully assume the posture 
and then in a wise and timely manner pursue the process. Which is what Paul is doing in this 25-line letter to Philemon. He couldn't just pronounce Onesimus forgiven and then relay that pronouncement to the wronged Philemon as if to say, hey friend, remember Onesimus, that runaway slave who stole from you when he ran away and, and left you in a cloud of shame with your peers as you struggle with your own resentment and disappointment? Yeah, that Onesimus. Well, everything's all good now. He's here helping me and everything's cool now and I really want him to stay here because, well, I actually haven't had any trouble with him at all. So what was your problem? So please forget the things that are behind and press on to what lies ahead. Yes, now be a good Christian, forgive and forget, and submit to me your leader in Christ, Paul. I think too many of us have either sent or received that correspondence. Not exactly the process outlined by Christ. No, a different communication was needed, carried directly from offender to offended. Embrace the process. And as you do, be prepared to forgive, even seven times in a day, or 70 times and then seven more over a lifetime. Lord, increase our faith. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, where in your life do you need to embrace the process of reconciliation and forgiveness? What relational chasm is calling out to you to be confronted and crossed? What might the first step look like? Lord, Put me in the room. Put me there with Philemon. Let me wear the skin of one so wronged and shamed. Let me taste the human pathos swirling around that room at this moment. Let me feel something of that cultural atmosphere swirling around a slave, a runaway, a fugitive, a thief, and the aggrieved master who holds his fate in his hands, even as he is held in the pierced hands of his own master. Draw me into the layers of meaning awaiting me in this letter. Let me feel it. And so make this letter come to life right here, right now. Through your mercies. <laughs>